I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Small businesses bring Utah together. They inspire goodness and connect communities. These are their stories from Mighty Main Street, brought to you by the Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. Here's our host, Chris Redgrave, on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Mighty Main Street on KSL, the faces and places of Utah. This business show features interviews with our small business community that make us proud while driving our Utah job market. We're supported by Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. I have Ashley Colette with me, who is a co-owner with Nicole Shoals Hall. Thank you so much for joining us, both the owners of Salt and Honey at 9th and 9th. And Ashley, you know what? You were just in the middle of sharing some information with us about the farmer's market and what that means for you. What other sources do you have to be able to pick up product for salt and honey? Because you've done, you and Nicole have nailed it. You just have so many different things in the store. I don't know how you keep track of it. So give us an idea of other areas besides farmer's market where you find some of the incredible artists. We've visited lots of other local markets um, in different parts of the state, as well as Craft Lake City. Um, We also like we love Craft Lake City so much. We feel like they've paved the way for artisans and designers to have real careers in this field. And so we often find people there or just online through Instagram. We see a lot of products there and a lot of small makers. People will tag us if a new shop has popped up. And we just try and integrate ourselves as much into the art and craft community here. And um, one thing we love to do is just you know, help mentor some of these new businesses. Both Nicole and I have owned small businesses for over 10 years. And so we kind of have a good idea of how they can be successful in this community. And so we love to like make new friends in this space and help mentor them from turning an idea and a product into a concept that works for them and can create like a real lasting change in their life. Because often people in this community have a hard time making careers and, and, you know, income off of these, what most people would consider hobbies. And we can, we think that they can be like real lasting careers for them. And so that's part of something that we love to do and try to cultivate here at Salt and Honey. I think that is such a cool thing to do, Ashley, to, I mean, you guys are already paying it forward and giving back. Uh, how do you do that? Where do you find the time to be able to do this, which is fabulous, to mentor other businesses? <laughs> That's a fun question. <laughs> we don't really have a lot of time. Um, but we we really kind of just do it under the radar. Often it's just like answering emails or having a quick chat with people that come into the store asking questions about what we do or how we do it. Um, often with our markets, with our new vendors, they'll they'll talk to us and ask questions about like, oh, how do I make my stuff more sellable? Or is this a good price point? Or things like that. And then we end up just having these off-the-cuff conversations where we kind of lead them in a good direction. Um, It's something that we actually want to expand a lot more by providing, like, lecture series or workshops here at our ninth and ninth location. Um, Just COVID kind of put a hold on that because we haven't been able to do these kinds of things. But it's part of our long-term goals to expand our community outreach to being more about, like, mentoring and helping all of these artisans to be able to, like, really create lasting careers. 
Well, I think that's brilliant on your part. Thank you so much for doing that and taking that type of initiative because we need more of that. And especially you guys have really proven your success. Does it surprise you at all that you guys are just rocking and rolling? Didn't you say you have three locations? I know you're ninth and ninth Fashion Place. And are you also at Gateway? Oh, no. We started at Gateway, but we actually closed that location when we moved here. So we just have the two locations. Um, we, We really would love to get into the airport. We think that would be a great location for us because we could get so many travelers here at ninth and ninth yeah we think that we could expand this a little bit more and we could find even more people to help there's just so much creative energy here in utah and there's so much like wonderful things that people are making and just finding them and expanding it is is just part of the long-term goal when you think about adding more food because i know when i go in there i'm totally addicted to the caramels i have to be so careful I've got to be honest with you, Ashley. I, 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 I live in the neighborhood, and when I drive by, caramel just flashes in my brain. Um, how, do you, <laughs> how do you see yourself expanding? Like with jams and things like that, stuff that doesn't have to be refrigerated, what does the food expansion look like for salt and honey? Yeah, right now we, we actually carry jams from um, Butcher's Bunches, which is up in Logan. That's a, a jam company that's been around for a long time, and they're crazy delicious. But we also have like honey and um, chocolate, but we'd love to get into more like salsa or other like, you know, shelf stable items that are local, um, kind of snacky or giftable items. We've started to bring in um, a couple of new chocolate vendors, which has been great, like Ritual out of Park City and Native Bean. Um, We also carry um, the Chocolate Palette, which does these artisan truffle chocolates, which are just crazy good. So, yeah, we, we just are kind of looking to make that a little bit larger. Um, Most of our customers come in for small gifts or, you know, their Christmas shopping. And so we want to find food vendors that can help meet that need with our customers. You know, Ashley, you would be perfect at the airport because uh, especially with all your wonderful stuff made in Utah and your artisans that you're featuring, that that's a great location for you. I sure appreciate your time with us today. This program is underwritten by Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake, and Visit Salt Lake asked us to give you a call. And so it's just been a pleasure talking to you, and I'm so excited that you're in my neighborhood. Uh, Do you want to give us a, um, a website or if people want to be able to go and check out some of your products? Yeah, you can shop online with us at www.saltandhoneymarket.com. And we also are on Instagram at Salt and Honey Market as well. Ashley, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Ashley Colette, uh, co-owner along with Nicole Scholes-Paul. And they have Salt and Honey at 9th and 9th and Fashion Place Mall with an eye on the airport. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Congratulations for having this successful female-owned business, I might add, and one that's very locally (laughs) focused. So thank you for all your effort and the great work that you're doing. Thank you. We're flattered to be um, on the show. Check out our interviews on the podcast page of kslnewsradio.com. I'm Chris Redgrave, host of Mighty Main Street. Stick around for more stories on KSL Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. 
Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.